Hello, everybody. Love this is Mary. What? When the night has come And the land is dark And the moon is the only light we'll see No, I won't be afraid Oh, I won't be afraid Just as long as you stand Stand by me He earned a master's degree in communications, 
and he was drafted into the NBA by the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, he's pretty smart, he's pretty athletic, he's pretty good looking too. Um, But he had a crippling knee injury that sidelined him for a while. And in 2017, after a grueling rehabilitation, I don't know how long he was involved in that, he actually made the cut to play for the Washington Wizards. But, you know, we didn't intend to talk to Carrick about sports. Although we might have to squeeze that in if he shows up. Um, Meanwhile, Jennifer, I think it's you and me. It is. What shall we talk about? (laughs) Well... (laughs) You know, it's funny when you when you get all prepared and you think you're going to do, you know, something in particular, and then you're you're forced to have to talk about something. Your brain just kind of goes blank. Have yes. you noticed that? <laughs> I did, and I know that it's called be unique unscripted, and we're <laughs> supposed to not have a script. And typically, you and I don't have any problem talking about anything. And no. I think we can do that. We can do that now because. Um, I don't know if our listeners realize this or not, but you and I often get together and talk about things that are going on in the world, things that are going on with Peace Corps, which is our parent organization, the nonprofit that started this whole thing. Um, And I know that Lynn, who was with me a few months ago on one of Yvonne Mason's off-the-chain shows, um, she was, she is one of our founders. Um, she and I were on Yvonne's show when you were in Seattle, I believe, and yes. Alaska. So now, yes. now that um, you and I are together, Miss Lynn is in Manhattan on Broadway, actually, with her son, watching King Kong the Musical. Who would have thought and she said, that they would think of She said spectacular, at least what she sent us during intermission. She said the, that it's spectacular. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I didn't, I, I didn't I think see. that's amazing. I didn't so, you know, the next, next time we have a show, though, I think I have to go somewhere. That's, I, well, that's probably what's going to happen because that, that's usually the, the truth. Actually, that but, is going to happen, I believe. In March, I, do know I think one I'm going to one thing I would like to talk about um, before uh, Carrot gets here is um, uh, we we were kind of talking a little bit beforehand about <gasps> is he here? Carrick. Yeah, well, he called in and was rejected. Yvonne, what do we do? Tell him <sighs> to call in at to 516-387-1756. He might have dialed the wrong number. Right, give me that number again, 256. No, 516-387-1756. Oh, I probably transposed the number. I, I just put it 1756. 527 No, 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 no. 516 This is all my fault. 516-387-1756. Correct. 
That's okay. That's why we. That's why the the master show is called off the chain. Anything can happen, and usually does. Yep. No biggie. <laughs> it's like the story of my life. Yeah, I I gave him the wrong number. I well, gave him the we... wrong number, and it has been that I've had a Monday all day long. I don't know if y'all are familiar with um, the show uh, Office Space, but there's a scene in there where a woman's having a really bad day, and the guy says, are you having a case of the Mondays? Well, I've had a <laughs> Monday all day long. That's all good. It, it's, uh, ladies uh, and gentlemen, it's this is their first good. show, and, and they are learning, and that's okay. I remember my first show three years ago, so it'll all be fine. We just roll I love with it. You. And oh, there wow. he is. Hold on a minute, ladies. Hold on. Eric, is this you? Yes, it is. Hi. Hi Welcome Eric. to the show. All right, ladies, Hi, take it away. I apologize. I gave you a wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I, um... I think I had a little dyslexic moment there. I'm not sure what happened, but I just I typed in the wrong number. But welcome. <laughs> We're so glad that you're here. And I understand you talked to our writer, Daniel, today. Yes, yes, yes. And I appreciate you guys having me on the show. I mean, Daniel was awesome to kind of talk to. He is amazing. He's listening in. And now that he's got oh. our number, he can probably dial in if he wanted to. Daniel. <laughs> Yeah, we've asked people to uh, text in on Twitter and Facebook if they have any questions. So we'll just have to keep checking that and see if anybody's bothering to to listen to us. Jennifer and I are just so happy to have you. I was explaining to the audience, um, because we're we're kind of borrowing Yvonne's audience right now. She has over 250,000 listeners, I think. But it was explaining how you were, um, but maybe you can explain to me because I don't even know. I wrote this down and I have no idea. What is an all-pack 12 basketball star? What does that mean? Uh, what was that? I'm so sorry. I couldn't hear you. What was that? All-pack 12? Uh, all-pack 12. It, it's, uh, I played in the Pac-12 conference. It's a conference. So it's a uh... The conference with uh, a couple of schools out here in the West Coast. Um, I went to school at Arizona State and played uh, basketball there, and it was just an award that I got for um, just achieving some some basketball stuff. Nothing crazy. Well, I'm I'm in awe because I can't even type in the correct phone number, and I know <laughs> that you uh, you were an at-risk student when you were younger, and. You got a master's degree in communication, so I figured you'll be easy to talk with. And um, I mean, you you got a lot going on that I'm in awe of. But would you yeah. be interested in telling us a little bit about how you prevailed through being bullied to become an inspirational speaker? You know, it, it's it's kind of just been a part of my life um, ever since I can remember. Uh, you know, growing up, I didn't really have the best as you can say, household and, and upbringing. And I was bullied at a young age and, and told that I, I wouldn't be able to accomplish certain tasks like graduating high school, graduating college, and even just, you know, just finding a job. So, you know, over the years, I've, I've just I've just realized, you know, that with everything I've been through and every 
lesson, you know, there's a blessing in it. And um, I, I just, it's just, it's just something that for me, it just comes easy. You know, I, I love impacting people. I love seeing people being able to accomplish their goals and being able to reach their full potentials and, and, and unleash their greatness. And I've just been able to kind of leave the sport of basketball and be able to do that. And, and it's just been a blessing because it, it impacts my life, but, you know, I'm happy that I get the chance to impact people's lives through the lessons I've learned in my life and, you know, help them find the best version of themselves. Do you That's think that awesome. – w- this is Jennifer, by the way. It's really nice to Hi. meet you. Hi. Nice to meet you, too, too. I, I, you know, when I, when I hear stories about um, people that have had to endure a lot of really rough beginnings, um, and, and you, it's almost like you become a, a, a strong person because you've had to deal with it. Now, I read mm-hmm. – I did have a mom who's really supportive. Can you tell yeah, us about yeah. Her influence. My mom, yes. Uh, my mom is like uh, she's my she's like my heartbeat. Um, you know, without her, I, I yeah yeah. My mom's like my mom's my heartbeat, and you know, I, and my daughter's my life. So, but before I talk about my daughter, I talk about my mom. Um, my mom, you know, she's <laughs> she's uh, she's just you know, for her personally, she's just been through a lot in her life, and to see a woman like my mom battle through the adversities and go through the things that she's gone through and just her resilience and her just being so strong. I mean, it, it's, it's almost like she just has superpowers. It, 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 it enables it. It enables me to just know that no matter what I do, that I'm going to be okay. And she's taught me to hold my head up high and believe in, anything and everything and know that I can accomplish anything. And she's been kind of like that, kind of my guide um, to all this and and pushing me forward and and just allowing me to be myself. Um, And I, I, and I think, you know, nowadays you see a lot more parents doing it, but, you know, I'm blessed to have a mom that didn't push me to do things I didn't want to do. And I'm blessed to have a mom to understand that I was gifted and that I, I was special and then she attended to me um, as needed and, and, and allowed me to explore my, my different talents and gifts. So I, I'm just so thankful to have just such a strong woman in my life and, and just have her just continue to just guide me. So. Yay, mom. <laughs> all all yeah. moms yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't mom your mom wasn't she a basketball coach when you were a short little kid? No, 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 no. So yeah, so I wish. Um, now my so my mom, she when she was younger, she played volleyball. Um, she was a she right. was a, a, a very very good volleyball player in the state of Texas. But as she as I got as she got older um, and had kids, she kind of stepped away from the sports world and you know she's she was just a mom she she raised us and um you know it's crazy because again I talk about my upbringing and my mom she doesn't have a you know high school education but she's a very smart lady very beautiful very driven and um and she just gets stuff done and she was she just raised me and my two brothers uh to be great men 
and just good example. So, you know, I didn't. She really didn't teach me too much about, you know, basketball, but she taught me a lot about life. That's what mamas do, yeah. and that is it, it, that's really. I'm sure she is so proud to see what you've done with your life. Yeah, no, I, she um, she definitely is for sure. Would you, would you do us a, a favor, um, just coming from you, because Mary gave a little bit of a rundown before we got you on, but can you kind yeah. of give us a timeline of just some of the experiences you've gone through? Yeah. Um, shoot, where do I start? You know, I mean, I, I I can start from a young age and kind of just trickle down, you know, at the beginning um, of my life. I didn't, you know, I like everybody else, I had a mom, dad, you know, two brothers, not a family. I was in a military family, so I, I, I traveled um, all across the states and moved all the time. And, you know, at a young age, I, I experienced, I got to talk about the bullying and, and the stuff with the teachers. And, you know, I remember, you know, in second grade, one of my teachers had, had called me, you know, stupid. And I didn't realize the effect that it had on me until kind of later in progression of my life. And, um, when it came to me applying myself to work and really, you know, digging in and then getting my stuff done. And um, so I didn't really realize how much it affected me um, then, but not not just only that, um, just with the education part and, and being in special ed from pretty much fifth grade all the way through high school, you know, I had to deal with being at home as well. You know, I didn't have the perfect family, as you can say, you know, I had a dad who was an alcoholic who um, physically and mentally abused uh, my mom um, consistently. And, um, and, you know, it was around 2006 where, you know, I had to, you know, I, I unfortunately um, had saw my father cheating on my mom with another woman. And, you know, I had to kind of break the news to my mom, but, you know, as a, as a yeah, no, no, no. It was it was a daunting day. You know, it was, it was very eerie. And you know, for a young kid, high school kid, to have to go tell the woman they love, like, hey, you know, my father, the man you love, is with someone with someone else. You know, I think that was a hard thing for me because my mom, you know, that's all she knew. She she left Texas mm-hmm. and she left high school to be with this man for you know over 20 plus years and you know that's all she she really knew so just breaking that news to her um in 2006 it it was it was hard because you know I had to you know I had to pick her up and she you know she was she she collapsed to the floor and um you know it was just a it was a it was a hard very very hard time for her um to kind of break through and and you know she was dealing with some of the stuff she was dealing with mentally. My mom's a sick, she's a pretty sick lady, and she's had, you know, breast cancer and dealt with MS and um, has, has dealt with tumors and, and, and different types of surgeries on her stomach and things like that. So, you know, just to see the toll that it took on her um, at that point in my life, it was, it was it was tough. You know, it was tough as a kid to, to grow up and really, you know, try to figure out, how to become a man without a father and um yeah yeah, yeah. so that's, that's it, it, you know yeah no it, it's definitely hard but you know like I said I'm blessed that my mom was there to kind of well we were there to pick up my mom but my mom was able to hold it up 
you know, hold strong enough to be able to guide us in the right direction. And, and me and my brothers were the first to really you know, graduate from college in our family. And, um, you know, we've been able to do things the right way. So it's, it's been a, it's been a journey, but from there, you know, we, we, try, we fast forward to kind of college, my college career. Um, and even, and even high school, you know, I had a 1.3 GPA in high school. No, we ended up graduating, go to college, go to junior college first because I didn't have the grades to go to a four-year school. Um, after I finished junior college, I was the first player ever in basketball history to sign, um, to, sign to the, the Duke University, to, to Duke University. So that was something very special. I'm just about nice. just working hard. And then – um, that didn't work out too well. And then I ended up going to Arizona State. And, you know, throughout my college career, you know, I had my ups and downs. But I definitely, you know, for – even though I was successful and I did experience, you know, some some great accolades, great accolades, I, I also experienced, you know, great adversity at the same time. You know, I was a, I was a kid in high school – not high school, I was a kid in college who – you know, got distracted with the girls and the drinking and, and um, you know, dabbled in things I, I shouldn't have been dabbling in and, and lost focus and, and lost, you know, kind of what, what my sense of purpose. And, you know, I kind of was down on myself a little bit and there was, there was a lot of other things going on um, that kind of triggered that effect. And, you know, it was about my junior year of college where you know, I was, I was having a child, you know, I was having a, a child and, you know, at this time I, I don't come from a family that has money and I, unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't have the means to, you know, kind of support myself and support uh, the mother and my daughter as well as have a child. So um, long story short, I ended up being homeless. I was living in my car and, and, and you know, just, just trying to go through life with a smile as best as I can. And, and I was hiding it a lot from, from individuals and people and, you know, so which people made it. What, what situation you were in? Yeah, just the situation I was in. I was hiding it in college a lot because, you know, I'm a, in, in college I was, you know, a good player. I was considered what most would say a, a college star. Um, and mm-hmm. a lot of people see what's happening on the outside and see all the accolades and the good things that are happening, but they don't mm-hmm. see everything that's happening. They don't see everything that's <laughs> happening behind the closed doors. Um, and, you know, and I'm human. I'm just like everybody else. So, you know, I was, I was going through things. I was, I was going through, you know, dealing with habits and, and um, you know, this uh, different addictions and, and so on and so forth that I had to fight through and battle through. And then, um, luckily, um, I just rem- I remember this moment like it was yesterday. I was able to uh, – I played one of the best games I've ever played in my college career. Um, after the game, they grabbed me, got an interview, and, you know, everything, you know, everything was fine. I did the interview, and, um, you know, after the interview, um, I ended up going home, and I kind of watched the game on TV, and then I watched the interview, and I just – I looked at myself and I was just like, man, like, who is that guy? Like, I, I had to have bags under my eyes. I didn't recognize oh, myself. Yeah, and I, and I was just like, man, like, I don't even – I didn't really remember even the game, like, to really enjoy it and, and, and take it in as a, as a memory. And then, you know, even after that game was a life-changing moment for me because it got to the point where 
you know, after I got the interview done, I got dressed and I was walking down the tunnel with my mom and we walk outside and we were walking to my car at the time. And, and at this point, no one knows anything that's going on. So, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to play cool. And, um, one of my assistant coaches, coach Deidre Taylor had came outside and he ran after me and was like, Hey, let me talk to you for a second. I was like, all right, that, that's fine. And, you know, he's talking to me and as he's talking to me, he just puts his hand on my shoulder and just tells me it's okay. And I'm just like, you know, I'm a college kid. I'm just like, what are you talking about? It's okay. Like, what are you talking about? I'm trying to go. Like, I, like, I'm trying to go home. What are you talking about? It's okay. I just had one of the best games I've ever had in my college career. So, yeah, I know it's okay. And then he just kept saying, like, hey. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, but then he kept saying, like, hey, it's okay. Like, I know something's going on. I can see it. And mm-hmm. you just have to let, yeah, so you just have to let go. And as soon as he said that, I don't know what happened, but – I just, I literally just broke down in the parking lot in tears, um, basically to my knees, and um, kind of just let him know everything that was going on, just off the court, um, living situation, family situation, um, and that I was having a child. And that was the first time, like, my mom as well um, got the notion that I was about to be a dad. <laughs> so um, that was kind of a life-changing moment for me in college, Um but it, it but it helped me become the person I am today. And, you know, I, without having my daughter at that time, I don't think, I don't think I would be, I would have gotten to where I've gotten to and be where I'm at today because she's one of the, she's probably the biggest motivation, not the only motivation um, in my life. And, you know, I love her to death and she's, she's, she's my everything. Um, That's yeah, awesome. she's my everything. Yeah, but I was able to again. Yeah, so I was able to. After, what was that? How old is she now? So she's uh, she's six now. She just turned she's six last July. Yeah, just turned six last July. She, she's a big school girl now. Yeah, she's a big school girl now. Big school girl now. She uh, she definitely <laughs> is. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely, she definitely is a lot older than uh, six years old at times. But all little girls are sassy and have little attitudes early. So I, I love And she it. I mean, probably I love, has I love, daddy wrapped around her finger. No, oh, yes, she does. One hundred, one hundred percent. She has me sold. I mean, that, yeah, she's my life. I would love to have another little girl, but that, yeah, that's no. awesome. Yeah, so, you know, after after college, you know, I was able to get drafted, and it was a blessing to get drafted, you know, into the NBA draft. And I played a couple of years in the NBA, but I also experienced some adversity in the NBA. And I was, you know, my, my second year, I ended up breaking my knee in half, going up for a dunk. And, you know, after I broke my knee in half, um, you know, I was out for about two and a half, three years. So, you know, you can only imagine – Wow. Making your goals, achieving the highest success that you can in your field, and pretty much having it stripped away from you. Having everything just pretty much taken away from you. And, and that's kind of what happened with me is that I had, had everything I've ever wanted, and then it was all taken away. And I I didn't really know how to how to deal with it and, and, and deal with what happened because, 
originally when I broke my knee, I was only supposed to be out for six to eight months. And then the six to eight months turned into three years and three years basically Whoa. turned into three different doctors telling me I would never play again. Um, mm. So it it was, it was an eye opening moment for me. There was a, there was a huge time period where I fell into a deep depression and I didn't really know what to do or, or, or what my identity was because my whole life I've played basketball. That's, that's what I, that's what I knew. So, you know, I had to kind of figure it out. And, um, you know, there was one day where I kind of just looked myself in the mirror and I was like, Hey, you know, you can't just keep being like this, man. You can't just keep being in this hotel, um, you know, in the dark, in this room, you know, just having the self pity because you, you have, you know, you have a, a beautiful little girl to see. You have a beautiful little girl to to show the world to, and mm. you know that helped me kind of get out of the rut. Um, the, That's the year really and awesome. Half, yeah, year and a half rut I was in, and and it, it allowed me to just really just open my eyes to life after sports. And, and what I was truly capable of and, and, and living out what I believe is my purpose. You know, I've, I didn't wake up one day saying I wanted to be a motivational speaker and I wanted to, you know, travel the world speaking and teaching. It, it's just something that just came naturally, and I, I just felt like it was my calling. And Yeah, know. that is so cool. Because yeah, one, of yeah. our, one of our questions just came on Facebook, um, Tim Fox, from he's one of the Be Unique magazine ambassadors, and he volunteers mm-hmm. with us. He had a question yeah. about that, and I just love that you pre-answered it. He said, I understand <laughs> you had challenges through life, and I can appreciate that. What was your breaking point that motivated you to become an inspirational speaker? And, but you didn't actually have a breaking point. It just kind of naturally progressed that way. Yeah, yeah it is naturally happening. And honestly, that's... That's kind of how I feel with a lot of things. You know, a lot of people really, a lot of people stress over, like, what they're going to do. And a lot of people stress over, you know, what their purpose is and and what they're, you know, trying to find something they're passionate about. But I always say, you know, when you stay, when you sit still in the middle of the storm and just let it pass, then whatever it is that you're seeking, whatever it is that you want, it's right in front of you. You just have to keep doing what you're doing every day, and just allow it to kind of, kind of form and happen for itself. Um, so Are that's you kinda, sure that's you're kinda... not some kind of guru? I mean, how was? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I wouldn't. No one consider myself a guru. I just, I'm just blessed. That's all I can say. Is I'm just blessed and. Um, I've been blessed enough to go through a lot of different situations and circumstances that allowed me to just build this this knowledge and, and, and be able to just reflect. You know, I, I spent a lot of time doing self-discovery and reflecting on who I am as a person um, and who I want to be um, as a person, you know, 10, five years from now, so. That's have you have cool. you have you put any thought to um, where where you see yourself in five to ten years, or even let's just start with five years. Where where do you see yourself? Yeah, no, um, I I put a lot of thought into um, my five to ten year plan, and 
you know, I see myself um, impacting as many lives as I can. And I told I gave myself a goal. I wanted to impact and, and change and touch and move um, over a million people within the five to ten year span and be able to pretty much travel and teach um, in different countries and, and on different continents. And whether you're gray, green, blue, black, white, purple, red, um, speak Mandarin, That's Chinese, the color of my German. Hair. <laughs> there you go. Um, no matter, no matter, you know, the way, shape, or form, you know, I want to be able to touch and impact as many people's lives as I can all over the world. So that's kind of my mission and my goal. And, you know, all I got to do is keep my head down and keep moving. And I, and I know everything, uh, it, it'll fall into place. It'll fall into place. So where can people I, I like that. Where can, where can people actually hear you? Um, do you have, um, a place can you tell us where we can is there a website we can go to to find out more about you? Yeah. So you can uh so you can go to my website. It's called imcfamily.com and the IMC just stands for Inspire, Motivate and Change. That's kind of my motto. It's to inspire, motivate and change as many people's lives as I can. Um by pretty much just helping them self discover who they are and also, just allowing them to understand that your recipe for success is unique, and I'm willing to sacrifice my time and I'm willing to sacrifice my life to help you pretty much discover the best version of yourself. Um, that's kind of what IMC kind of stands for, but you can go to imcfamily.com. Um, and you can also check me out on Instagram, which is Carrick Felix um, on Instagram, and where else is there? What is there anything else? Uh, LinkedIn as well. If you guys are on LinkedIn, you can kind of check me out. It's, it's Carrick underscore Felix as well. Um, yeah, I yeah, found you, you can... on. I found you. I think on both Instagram and uh, LinkedIn. Are you on Facebook at all? Oh uh, yes, yes. So um, you can follow me on Facebook as well. Um, on on the page, it's, it's Carrick Felix IMC. Mm-hmm. Um, and or you can just search. Inspire, motivate, and change, and the page should uh, pop right up. I love that. Inspire, motivate, and change. Yeah, that's really that's cool. cool. I think oh, you are. Thank you. <laughs> Tim, Tim Fox is on a roll tonight. He's got more questions for you. Have you got a minute to hear? Yes, yes, yes. You, you would like Tim. He's he's really really what? cool. I like really. Him a lot. Yeah. He, yeah. He's he's, a, he's just one of. He's a very quiet guy, but he's uh, very powerful. He says a world leader speaking about toxic max. A world leader speaking about toxic masculinity recently stated, "If you're confident about your strength, you don't need to show me by putting somebody else down. Show me by lifting somebody else up." What is your experience with toxic mas- masculinity? I can't get the word. I out. mean. Uh, I mean, he's true. I mean, a lot of males and, and, you know, a lot of males do this because we're prideful and, you know, and and speaking for males, females, I I just talk to people in general. So there's a lot of people in general, you know, when things don't go their way and when life gets hard, like they think the best way to go about things is 
you know, pointing the finger or trying to drag somebody else down when they're negative. And, and what they have to realize is it's just like, you know, by by bringing positivity into your life and, and, and for me as a male to embrace and serve other people that your blessings come a lot faster. Your blessings come, you know, in tenfold. You know, they always say, you know, you give, 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 then take. But a lot of people want to and not give. And I think that's 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 a, a huge thing. And for for guys, you know, you want to talk about males. I, I think it's a huge thing because we're prideful. We don't want to ask for help. We don't want to be vulnerable because we want to feel like we're strong. Um, and one thing my mom has always told me um, that's just resonated with, with my life is just that, you know, a closed mouth will always go unsaid. So I always I always make sure that, you know, if I feel something and if I need help or anything, you know, to, to ask for it. And not only ask for it, you know, lift others up um, in the meantime because it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bring me a lot closer to the end goal. Um, right. Not only that, it, it, I get I get a chance to impact someone's life. I get a chance to change someone's life, not tomorrow, but today. And by changing their life now, who knows what that does for them? Who knows what trickle effect? And now maybe they're changing someone's life. You know, and now that maybe they're yeah. that person, they, they change their life. Maybe now they're touching four or five different people. So I definitely think that, yeah. When, when, and that's the thing about it is that so many people, I've heard people say, oh, you're just being so to Pollyanna person. You know, you're, you're always thinking about um, positivity and all this stuff. And, <clears> and <throat> the thing is, what people don't understand is that it's, it's such a network. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's not Pollyanna. It's actually, let's, instead of, why live negative? Why not do yes. something positive? Why not show yeah. people that there's, I'm so tired of not showing hope. And I love your whole story is all about hope, you know, that you can be faced um, with all these, uh, all the adversity that you've been through and, and told no constantly. And, and I can't even imagine like, you know, cause my family, I, my four kids mm-hmm. are all ADD. My husband's ADD <laughs> and they've been told all their, well, you know, in the very beginning, I remember my son telling, they told him that, um, you know, he needed special education and he was never going to go anywhere. And then they found out when they actually did testing that he had a really high IQ. It just it was his ADD, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. it was something he didn't have any control over. And uh, um, I, did, you, did you say that you had ADD? Yeah, no. So when I was a, when I was a child, they, they said I had ADD, but same thing. You know, they did my IQ test. Um, you know, I was, there's some places where I had some learning challenges, you know, I had learning, learning challenges with comprehension and reading, but in other places, you know, I, I scored very high. And the thing about ADD, what people don't realize, it's not really attention deficit disorder. It's just, they don't like whatever they're doing. You know, they need to focus. They need to, we need exactly. to find something. <laughs> you need to find something that's going to allow them to focus. You need to find something they like to do. Um, and, and I think that's the biggest thing because for me, I, my mom realized at a young age for me that as long as she kept me active and doing creative things and things that I wanted to do, then I could 
focus. You know, I could focus on basketball and, and learning plays. I could focus on skateboarding and learning new tricks. And even in school, you know, I had to I had different learning methods. I wasn't I wasn't a kid who could, you know, read a book and the teacher asked me a question and I'm just like, all right, here's the answer. I'm I'm a visual person. I have to eat. I have to. I can see the teacher do a math problem, and then I can literally, then I'll just know it for the rest of my life, and I can I can copy it and, you know, cut, copy, paste, and just keep doing it. But if, you know, she tells me to open the book and you write all this stuff down, then it just goes in the air out the, out the other. But it's just, to me, again, it all goes back to your recipe to success. I, and, and everyone has their own recipe because everybody's built unique. Everybody's built unique and everyone's special. So it's just, it's just finding that out and, and actually taking the time out to to discover that. See, Ladies, may perfect. I make an interjection here? Of course. Yeah. Absolutely, Yvonne. Um, just about everybody in my family is ADD or ADHD. And when I researched it for my grandson, what I found out is some of the most prolific people in our history – had that uniqueness. Albert Einstein comes to mind. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, Bill Clinton is another one. And if you go yes. back and look in history, so, Carrick, count yourself among the greats, my friend. I would say thank you. Not yet. I'm, I'm on the road. I'm on the road to continue to try to be great. So, But you're already great. You, you can... Just, yes, just uh, you yeah. have your, your. There are different degrees of greatness, and and um, you know, we're all on the same journey. I think. Yes. I, I think he's done a lot in his young young year. Yes. I mean, he's gone a lot. He's a young. You're a young guy. You're like I think in the age range of my children. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm 28. I feel old though. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I told my kids when they hit 30. They both called me up one day and said, Mom, you're the mother of an old man. And I said, Son, you can't be old until I'm old. And uh, they didn't like that answer. Uh, Timothy has another question for you, though. I think we're going okay. to bring Timothy into all of our Be Unique Unscripted because he's got some really great questions. He said, what do like we that. need to do? He said, what do we need to do as a society to counteract the effects on our youth? It's a follow-up to the toxic masculinity question. So to answer that question, I, I think we need to be more present and, and just just more consistent. You know, I, I think a lot of what, what a lot of people are doing now is they're shifting to where the world's shifting, and that's towards technology and the phones and and doing stuff like taking the easier route, uh, the easy route out. And one thing I've realized is if you really look at the youth right now, you'll see that there's a very high, very very high, um, just just change in the depression the depression rate because a lot of these kids are looking at social media, which is giving them what I what I personally like to call the perfect perception. So now they're comparing yeah. themselves. So you have the young girls that are comparing themselves to the Instagram girls that have the filters mm. and the fake noses and the fake butts. And then you have, you know, these guys that are looking at people that are 
you know, making the money quick and, and not going to school and, and, and doing businesses and, and kind of just, it's almost like they're giving them a facade of what real life is like. And what I've noticed is a lot of kids are getting caught up in that and they're not understanding who they are. So I think to change that with society, like we have to just be more present and consistent in these kids' lives and start getting them to understand earlier, like, hey, you got to start discovering your own identity. I know you yeah. want to be, I know you like Beyonce. I know you like the Jay-Z's, but you have to understand that that can be you. You have to discover your own identity. You have to discover the things you like, the things you, you know, dislike. And, and I think if we can just do that and just be more present and, and just build that connection, I think it'll bridge the gap between um, this, you know, the older generation to the youth and, and, and really change their lives so they can, again, start changing the world as we go because they're, they're, they're the people of tomorrow. The, the youth is, is, Absolutely. Is, the, is the future, and we have to be very, very, very cautious now of, of what we're feeding into their heads because a lot of these kids, are, they're believing it. And the more present we are, the more real we can be, the more vulnerable and open we can be, um, I think it, I think it helps. And, you know, I work with kids, I work with kids all the time and I mentor kids and just some of the things they say to me and then, you know, they talk about self-esteem they talk about, you know, suicide and they talk about these different things. And, you know, when I was young, I, I didn't really think about this stuff. And, you know, so I was talking to a kid um, probably like two or three weeks ago and he was telling me how it was cool to be depressed now because now you can post it online and people will like your pictures oh. and now, you know, you can post a picture, you look depressed and say, you know, talk about how vulnerable you are, but, you know, you post it online, people like the picture, but to me, I always, like I was telling them, like all these people are liking your pictures, right? But when, excuse my language, but when shit hits the fan and uh-huh. you're really down, how many of these people are actually going to be there to really lift you up? So it's just trying yeah. to take them away from that perfect perception world and, and bringing them back to just a reality. That's it, and just be consistent just within their lives. Oh, I think that's excellent advice. What you is the what is, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jennifer. I was just going to ask, what is the number one question that kids ask you? Um, you know, well, the number one question they ask me is what NBA team I played for. <laughs> no, but no. I mean, they do ask that question, but the 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 real question um, they ask is just, you know, how did I how did I discover like what I want like how did I discover what I wanted to do, and when I mm-hmm. discovered what I wanted to do, like what what were the steps to get there? Um, and you know, I always tell them like it wasn't it. It wasn't an easy road, you know. I, I I did a bunch of different things at an early age, but you know, I I, I went after what I loved, and and went after what made me happy and made me smile and, and brought peace to my life. Um, and then when I found that thing, which was basketball at the time, um, I just tell them like, you know, every day, you know, that I, I would wake up in the morning. There'd be days I didn't want to get up, you know. There. There would be days that I, I, I didn't want to go to practice. There would be days that I didn't want to eat healthy. And, 
You know, there there would be some really bad days, but within those bad days, there was also good times. You know, just for them to understand, like, whatever you choose to do in life, understand that that road is a long road, but you have to enjoy the process. you got to enjoy the moment and the opportunity and the opportunity in the moment and, and just make sure that every day is a new day. The past is out the door and, and you're just looking towards the end road and you just got to make sure you work hard every day, do everything you're supposed to do. And when things get hard, you just can't quit. You got to, you got to fight through each and every little bit of adversity. So. Exactly. That's, and that's great because a lot of kids, you know, that's the thing that they, they feel lost or they, they may not Mm -hmm. be getting the positive attention from their parents. Their parents are busy. They're trying to just make a life and, Exactly. And so it's great you're willing to, you know, step out and and show them in so many different ways um, that they are really special and they can find what they love. Yeah, and, you know, I I think it's a big thing, too, with these kids right now is just that, excuse me, um, I think it's a big thing that they don't, like you said, they don't really have the examples. You know, a lot of kids don't grow up with, um, you know, the examples in their life of, you know, what it means to, what it means to, you know, know what a value of a dollar is or, you know, what it means to be successful or what it even looks like. So just being able to show these kids, I think it just opens their eyes a little bit. And, and when I can relate to them a little bit from just like my my life story and, and you know, I can bring other younger individuals around them, I think it, it allows them to see success early um, and earlier at a younger age. So, that's awesome. Uh, the kids that you work with there are basically in Arizona, or you're all over the uh, country. So I travel. I travel and speak all over the country. Um, my programs okay. that I'm running right now, yeah. So I travel and speak all over the country. Um, I mentor sh- people from from all over, from all the way all the way to Melbourne, Australia. Um, oh. And yes, all the way from Melbourne, Australia. But I, my programs that I run. Um, which is my IMC growth program, uh, which is like a nine-month nine month program. Um, I run them in Arizona, and, and high schools out in Arizona. Um, and then I do mentorship out of Arizona as well, one-on-one coaching and things. And I also work with uh, college out of uh, California, Cal State Fullerton as well. So it's um, it's been a, it's been an interesting road, but it, it's been fun. Do you find that one topic? is more prevalent? I mean, I know you talk about leadership, and you mentioned earlier life after sports, but you've got um, other, like, the one, the one I like is finding your why. Yes, that's, honestly, that's probably my favorite topic, because it's, I feel like it's something, it doesn't matter how old you are, I think it's just something that you need to have, because it, it gets you up in the morning, you know, it gives you that spark, it, it, it allows you, Absolutely. when you don't want to finish that paper, you know, you want to finish writing that last sentence, it pushes you to write the last sentence. You don't want to lift the, you know, weight or do an extra two minutes on the treadmill. It pushes you to do the extra two minutes on the treadmill Uh or eat the right food. So um, that's probably my favorite topic to talk about right now. If Jennifer and Lynn and I had not gone searching for our why, we wouldn't be talking to you tonight. (laughs) That's right. Honestly, because – 
you know, it's just the way it worked out. The universe kind of led us together. And well, I, and I yes, thought yes. that um, Carrick has said the word uh, be unique four times tonight. <laughs> really? So, You're keeping score? <laughs> I am. <laughs> That's just that he's, he's a be unique okay. guy. <laughs> yes, oh, he is. Man, it's too funny. Well, so thank that's you, pretty... ladies. I appreciate it. Well, we are, are so you... happy that you joined us. You're you're just a delightful human being, and you're very inspirational. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. I mean, I know you guys. I know it's late over there. Um, yeah, it's probably it's... ten o'clock. <laughs> Ten o'clock is bedtime for me. <laughs> no, nah, I sound like the old one, huh? Yeah, but I bet you get up a lot earlier than I do. Uh, that know, was one of my, I, one of my questions on, was please. give us a day, uh, give us just a taste of your day, like an average yeah. day for you. Um, average day. So let's see. I'll just give you a little taste of pretty much today of this what happened. So um, I got up this morning, 5 o'clock. Um, you know, I do my morning routine, shower, eat, meditate. Um, I didn't uh-huh. go to the gym. Yeah, I did not go. Yes, meditation is the key. I did not go to the gym today, unfortunately. Um, just because I had a pretty, a pretty, pretty busy day. But so let's see, at, starting at, Starting at ten o'clock, well, starting at eight o'clock, I start going through emails, um, kind of getting stuff ready for the programs I run, and then from ten o'clock till twelve o'clock, I run a program a program at a high school, and then from there, I jet over to another high school, um, and I do one-on-one coaching with a couple couple students um, around forty-five minutes apiece, and then at so that lasts till about like two thirty, three thirty. And then um, I jet over to another school, um, and then I run uh, a program, like an after-school program for about 50 50 to 54 kids. Um, And then that goes for about an hour. And then after that, I usually go home. Like today, I went home, rest for a little bit, and then I ended up uh, just creating some new content, meeting with my uh, video guy. I had... had, uh, Four different phone call meetings, including this one. Um, phone different, four different uh, interview meetings, and then yikes! And then to finish off the night, I'm getting ready to actually go to one of my buddies' um, Bible studies, and then I will okay. be heading home, packing, and then I'll work on some more content, read a little bit, and then I probably will go to sleep. To be honest, I don't really sleep, guys. So I probably will go to sleep around probably two, three, and then wake up again at like five, five thirty. <laughs> and with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are running out of time. So, Carrick, would you quickly in the next couple of minutes tell everybody where you can be found? Yeah. So you guys can go ahead and find me on Instagram at Carrick underscore Felix. That's C-A-R-R-I-C-K underscore F-E-L-I-X on Instagram. Um, you can also check out my website at imcfamily.com. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is Carrick Felix IMC. 
which is being updated. But you can also you can just check out my content on YouTube. I mean, on Instagram as well as uh, my Facebook page. So. All right, and uh, Mary and Jennifer, y'all will be on again next month, correct? Yes, yes. ma'am. And we are scheduled to have. Who will be your guest? Joe Rock. Joe Rock from Orlando's uh, WMMO station. Whoa, that'll be the character. (laughs) He's um, he's a different different caliber, but just as charming as Carrick Felix. Let me tell you. Oh boy, that'll that'll be a whole lot of fun. And ladies and yeah. gentlemen, that will be on y'all help me out, March the what? Twenty first. Okay. So we will be back with Nick and is a short month. Yes, so ma'am. Real quick, Mary or Jennifer, tell the folks where they can find the Be Unique magazine. I'll I will Mary. Um, Sure. Be Unique magazine is online. We also have a print on demand, but I recommend you go to the online version at www.bunique.org. It is animated and interactive. And, um, and absolutely free. So at any time, 24-7, you can... You can hit BeUnique.org and you'll find uh, BeUnique magazine. We also have a online show, and if anybody wants to see Tim Fox, who who, answer, who sent in some awesome questions, oh, yes. he's he's on a lot of the different um, episodes. And so, coffee or tea, and all of our social media is at BeUnique magazine. So if you if you uh, type in BeUnique magazine on all the platforms, especially YouTube. You will find us. So and I'm really also, this show, this show will be linked to that um, website too, as well. Correct. Absolutely correct. Okay, now you have about a minute ten left. Do either one of you three have any short words of wisdom part to I would, your listeners? I would love to hear from Carrot. I think you should. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll leave it on this note. Um, you know, in life, you know, things happen. We, you know, get stepped on, go through hard times, you know. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like we're getting anywhere. It doesn't feel like we're getting to the end of the tunnel. So if, if that's you and you feel like that, just know that there's more. Know that you have value. Know that you're beautiful. Know that you're capable of anything. And all you have to continue to do is just push through and, and push forward, and you can be, do anything you want. Um, it's just one step at a time. And, again, you know, you things happen for a reason, a season, and a lifetime, and you know you ah. just have to continue to follow your path and 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 just see everything out. And I promise you, if you just do the right things every single day, and put in the work, and put a smile on, and and bring in positivity, have abundance, and just be grateful, 
all things and are possible. And with that, Carrick, I'm sorry to interrupt, but they're going to cut us off here shortly. So, uh, Mary, tell the folks yes, one more ma'am. time. BeUnique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E.org. And with and that, ladies, that note, we tell you good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, ladies. Good night. I appreciate so that. Much, Carrie. Nah, thank you, thank guys. You. I appreciate that. We, we'll link this. Uh, once it's up, we will link to you. I'll, I'll text you and or, or email you or something, and I'll give you the link to this uh, recording. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. And if you are interested, I'm sending you a hug. (laughs) Okay, I'm sending you guys a hug as well. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. We really enjoyed this. Uh, I enjoyed it too. You guys have a good night. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I've already subscribed to him. I'm his first subscriber on YouTube. (laughs) All right. Okay, so what I'll do is once we get off of here in this thing archives, I will, um, Mary sends you the link. I'll, I'll tag you in okay. it on Facebook. And okay. then tomorrow I'll put it up on the, all the other sites and I'll send you all all the other um, all the other sites so that you can put that up there as well. That'd be great. Awesome. Okay, I'm very proud of you, ladies. Fire motivate change. Well, thank you. Thank you. We did okay. We 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 worked a little bit ahead of time to try to make sure we didn't talk over each other, and I still do. I well, it's going to happen simply because it it is the nature of this beast. But it's all good. And the more y'all do it, the more comfortable you'll get with it, and the and the more um, you'll be able to pick up on each other's thoughts without even saying anything. Uh Right. I am just delighted that. Tim Fox was with us. That was so much fun. See, life is good. Now I'm yeah. going to get up here and shut this thing down so that we can get it up in archives. Okay. Thank you so much. We Thank you. I love you too. Talk to you good. later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right.